0: Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show, episode 382. Today, we're going to be talking about onboarding new consultants. So I'm going to be giving you some really important advice of some things that you must do the moment someone signs into your business to really increase the chances of them having success. And so if you're somebody that has struggled in this area when it comes to recruiting people, but then uh, having those recruits never follow through and actually do the work and see success, Today will be a very important episode for you. Really quick reminder before we get into the topic for today, we're just a week away now from our two day workshop kicking off. It's called From Likes to Leads, and I'm going to be teaching you outreach and messaging strategies. I promise you, this will be the most in depth training you have ever gotten on messaging people on social media but of course we're going to do it the love serve grow way and we're going to teach you authentic transformational ways to do that so if you haven't had a chance to grab your spot yet make sure you click the link in the show notes and go ahead and get that done but let's talk about onboarding today so today's message the inspiration for the episode today actually came from a conversation that I had with a coaching client just the other day so her problem was what I shared earlier. She doesn't have an issue recruiting, but the issue that she's really having in her business is helping her new people get off to a successful start. And so anytime I hear that getting recruits, no duplication, I know that the what we call the business growth blocker, the constraint of the business, the thing that's keeping that duplication from happening, I know it's in the way that she's onboarding her new Coaches in this case or consultants. So I started asking her some questions and I wanted to kind of dive into what are the exact things that you're asking a new person to do. And there were some really important things that came up in the conversation that I just wanted to share with you kind of the advice that I gave her today, because I know that this is something that will be really valuable to a lot of you. But let me share with you kind of her specific example and what she was doing. I think this will be relatable to your business. So in her case, their system was this. Somebody signs up as a new consultant or what they call coach. And within the first couple of days, there's this live kickoff call. Now, this typically will happen by Zoom, but sometimes it also happens by phone call as well. And so I asked her, I said, well, help me understand what's actually happening during this call. So she went through a list. She said, we have about four or five action items, basically simple things that we have the new person do. So I said, all right, so what are they? And the first two things that she shared with me brought up a really important discussion. She said, the first thing we have them do is we teach them to make a list. And the goal is that they're not going to make the list there after the call is over. These action items, these are things they're going to do after the call. So she says, we have to make a list. And so I said, give me more specific direction. She goes, well, we typically have to make a list of five to 10 people. You know, they're people they love, they care about, they trust that they can go to first about their business, about the products. And so my question to her was, well, how often does it happen that they actually make the list? And her answer was not a lot. So I was like, okay, so that's the first issue there. Because the making a list part is a critical starting point for most people's businesses, and I'll talk about why in a few minutes, but that was the first thing that I was like, okay, so this is part of the reason why things are breaking down. The second thing that they had them do or that they talked about, so the call was actually the new coach, the enrolling coach, and an upline leader. So the second thing they talk about is a really important part of their process is they have this new coach post on social media kind of sharing their own transformation and weight loss. And so, it's a really important part of the process and for many people, it can determine success or failure because if that first post doesn't go well, a lot of times that will discourage the new coach and kind of keep them from doing anything else. So I so what they she told me what they do is they essentially help them come up with their story for the post. So it's just kind of this conversation where they ask them questions and they pull information and they kind of give them the raw material to then go work on their story. And then the action item, the assignment is post on social media. So I was like, okay, I've heard all I need to hear. I was like, here's the issue. Is the posts not happening and the list isn't happening because you're putting it too much on them. Here's what I would do differently. And this is a really important lesson. See, when someone gets started right away, it is critical. Two things. Number one, you must give them assignments, little simple things to do that will measure their true buy-in, right? Their emotional buy-in to the business and their level of commitment. Don't listen to what people say. Watch what they do. And so by giving someone a couple of simple assignments, as soon as they sign up that they have to complete, you can tell right away kind of where they are mentally in terms of their excitement and and wanting to do the business. If you don't do that, it's hard for you to tell because everybody's going to tell you they're excited. Everybody's going to tell you they want to do it, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. When I think back to my early career, I think about how much time I spent, hours and hours training and talking to new people and teaching them and dream building and getting pumped up, putting their vision board together, doing all this stuff that, listen, all of it was important. But what I wasn't doing is the most important thing and my most important job as a leader, which is getting people into action. The longer it takes them to actually start doing something, the less likely it's going to be that they see success. There's an inverse relationship. It is uncanny the way that this works. So what I want to do is I want to try to get them taking action as soon as possible, like as in as few days as possible. And so when I looked at this particular system, I said, here's where you're missing the boat, is you're doing this live call, which I love, right? I love a live kickoff of a business, but you're not using that call in the smartest way. I said, here's a simple shift, this is what I would do. I would give that new person two assignments. As soon as they sign up, two things they have to do. Number one is make a list, and number two, I'm gonna come up with three to four questions that I know I would ask them on this kickoff call to help pull out of them the raw material for their post on social media. I want to have them answer those questions before the call. Like, why would I spend time on the call thinking through this with them when I could just put it on them to spend their time preparing for the call so that we can save ourselves 15 or 20 minutes. And during that call, we can focus on the much more important stuff, which I'll get to in a moment. So I said two assignments. And now here's why this is important. They have to complete them before the call. If you get on the call and they haven't done the assignments, that is a huge red flag. Now, there will be some cases where they just forgot to do it. They're busy. Listen, the business is not yet a priority for most people. But in most cases, they won't do it because there's some sort of of objection or resistance still in terms of buying into doing the business. So by giving them assignments, it helps you start to identify those things. Now, when I thought about the way they were teaching them to make a list, here was my other problem. I'm like, you're not asking them to make a list of enough people. Five to 10 people is not enough. See, the problem is if I tell you to make a list of five people, now you're going to totally overthink which five should I put on the list? I don't want you thinking at this point. I just want you doing. The more your new person thinks, the worse off it's going to be for them. Your system must provide simple, clear direction. So all they have to do is focus on exactly what you're teaching them do for the next step. So my recommendation is 25 people minimum, 25 minimum, because I also, when you think about it, so let's say I have a list of 10 and I talk to three people and none of them are interested. Well, now all of a sudden I'm thinking 30% of my market is gone. Now I get that that's not true, but in that moment, they're looking at 10 and three aren't interested. They're already starting to feel discouraged as opposed to, if I have 25 names, and even if I talk to five or 10, I still haven't even gotten through half of the potential leads for my business. So your job is to get them to think bigger. Now, I like a bigger list because most people, here's what will happen, is they have a handful of people that they can write down that they think would be interested. And most people could probably get to close to 10 but you can't get to 25 unless you're opening your mind up to the fact that anybody could be a prospect. So pre-judging is a very real thing. It is a huge obstacle people face. And so 25 is just enough where I'm stretching you past your like safe little network of people that you either think are interested or you feel okay talking to. So what'll happen sometimes is people will say, well, I only could come up with 15. Well, that's a huge issue. I need to address that right on the spot because if I don't, then your chances of success are not very high. See, making them do the assignments, it helps you uncover the early little things that ultimately come the big things that make them fail. So the list would be one thing. Hey, just wanted to jump in here real quick because I've got one big ask for you. Look, you know, we don't advertise on the podcast, and my intention is to not sell or pitch you on the show this year. We just want to deliver free content that is 10 times better than what you've paid for to help you transform your business. So, my ask is this help me spread the word of Love, Serve, Grow so we can change lives, help people that are struggling in their business, and transform our profession. The only way we can do that is if you take the time to rate, review, and share this podcast. So, that's my big ask. Just take a few seconds seconds right now, wherever you're listening, leave a review. It would absolutely mean the world to me. And it might just change the life of someone else. So thank you so much for being a part of our community. The second thing I would have them do is what I shared with you there. I want to come up with, and I think this would be a good idea for any of you that have some sort of a post on social media as the first step of your business. You need to come up with a simple framework. So what I imagine is a PDF that has like sections of copy, a form that has blank space that all they have to do is answer questions and plug in their answers. So there's a right and a wrong way to do this. And so I walked this particular client through. I said, if I were you, here's what I would teach. What is the problem that they were? So when we think of a before and after, right, they're sharing a a transformation post before and after when I'm writing that post copy, I'm going to write it as a way to not sell and promote what I'm doing, but to connect with my ideal customer. So when I think about that, what's the one biggest problem I had when it came to my weight or whatever the product is on the left-hand side, the before, and how did I feel? That's the top portion of the copy. The bottom portion is here's my results and here's how I feel now. But what is missing in most of these is the middle piece, which is think about the journey between A to B. Give me some insight into the things you actually did that helped you get the results. That's where the value comes from the actual post. You're teaching somebody something that they can do to help them get started. And so maybe an example would be my number one issue was I never, I just didn't have the accountability to stay on task. I was, you know, I did the yo-yo diets and I start and stop and it just made me feel totally defeated and hopeless like I was never going to lose the weight. But what I found was I found a program that gave me the one thing that I needed, which was a community of people that supported me and helped put in place the accountability. And it made all the difference in the world. And here's the results. You come up with the framework and you give that new person questions that they have to take some time actually thinking about and answering. So they come to the call prepared. And then now let me tell you how I handle the call and this is going to be so different than what most of you are doing. See, I know my job when I have a captive audience. If I'm on live with a new person, my job is to lead them. See, most people, when I look at the way they onboard and work with new consultants, they don't lead them, they teach them, and they direct them. So here's the information. Here's this, this, and this, and this, this, this. Here's this thing. Here's this thing, right? That's not leading, And what we have come to find is the more you do that, the less likely they will be to succeed. The more information and training you give them, the less likely they will be to take action. You need to make it simple for them to do the work. But I know if I have a new coach in front of me, that I have an opportunity to get them into action. So here's what I would do differently in this particular scenario. I would have them actually post... On the Zoom with me. Now, I wouldn't go right into that because you got to kind of build them up and you got to get them in an emotional state where they're ready to take the action. So and we have a framework for this. We teach a a one hour step by step process of how you can do a launch call in an onboarding system. And so It starts with connecting. What's the problem? Building the vision around how their life could transform or become better. You get that emotional buy-in. It then goes into goal setting. So here's our goal for your first week. We're going to have you do this. And if you do this, you can make this. So now they're starting to see some dollars and cents. There's a goal. And here's the first step we're going to post. And he, and so now we start talking about what the post is going to look like. Let's look at your answers and let's plug it into this simple thing. Let's write it up. And then now we're going to post it. So we're going to actually have you post it. And now I'm not going to ask them, do you want to post it? Because that's not leading. Because I know that if they don't do it, they're not going to succeed. So my job as a leader is to assume they will do it and help them do it and make them do it. So I just say, look, we're going to post, pull up your screen. I don't say, would you want to post? That's not a leader. Leaders don't say, do you want to do something that's going to help you? They say, look, you're going to do it. You just assume they're going to do it. And so I actually have them post while I'm on the Zoom with them. Now, why do I want to do that? Well, two reasons. One, I want to create a quick win for them. So they leave that Zoom excited because now they already have opportunities in their business. But number two, it's another assignment. So if they don't do it, if they push back, now I know I have to stop the process and I need to dive into the objection. See, if they're focusing on, if they say they don't want to do it, then what I know is they're not focusing on why doing it is important. They're not focused on the vision or the transformation. They're focused on what they have to do. So my job is to bring them back to what they told me. You want to solve this problem. You told me that, you know, your life would be different if you had this thing. Get them back into the emotional state and say, look, if you really want that, this is just the simple first step. So let's go ahead and let's do it. We'll do it together. We'll support you. And I would have them post right on the Zoom. And I'm telling you, if that kind of leadership duplicated in your team, you can't even imagine what this would do for your business and your results. I'll take it even one step further because this is what I used to do with people. I've done this stuff. I just learned that if I can get them into action, the chances of them sticking around and succeeding go up exponentially. I would probably be on the Zoom with them after they posted. And we would check it before it was done. And some of them would have comments. And I would actually teach them right then and there. Okay, so now let's teach you how to reach out and message that person. And I would have them message the person. And in some cases, we would be watching the chat live. And I'd be like, okay, so say this, say this. And imagine. they leave that first meeting, not with a list of things to do to get their business started. It's just getting ready to get ready. But they actually have a business in motion. They posted, they have appointments, they have interested people. They're on fire. That's how you triple, quadruple, whatever is above that, the chances of people succeeding. So think about that. What does your onboarding process look like? Is it action-oriented? Are you giving people assignments? Are you pushing? You want to try to get them doing something as close to them joining as possible? And are you leading people? Are you willing to sacrifice being liked to help? See, because in, in moments like that, these people don't like me, right? They don't like me, but they appreciate the fact that I care enough to challenge them. See, my job is to help. And I know sometimes I have to sacrifice being liked. Now, listen, at the end of the day, not everybody's going to do it. And if I'm on a call with somebody that just won't do it, I'm not going to keep pushing. Right. I don't want to like beat them down because if I create a really bad experience, there's a fine line between really influencing and challenging and pushing too hard. And if I sense that they're not going to do it, I'll back off. But then I just know and I'll communicate this to the new coach. They're not ready yet. Like don't have high expectations of them because if they're not gonna post in the Zoom in an environment like that, like I just explained, the chances of them posting when they leave are not gonna be very high. But if you do these types of things, it will change your business. So that's my message for you today. Think about onboarding, think about are you leading or are you just teaching? Make some simple shifts and watch what it does for your results.